Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Seven Land Productions presents Crystal Blue. Season 1. Episode 1. Arrival. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Oh my god, three weeks on this stupid small-ass shuttle with nothing to do. A person could go crazy floating in space in a tin can such as this. I don't know how the supply runners do it. At least on the frigates you're able to walk around. On this frickin' wind-up toy, there are five rooms and three of them are packed to the brim with supplies. To keep busy, I try to type in my diary, but I'm running out of things to talk about. I've already mentioned the most important thing to happen to me in the past month. The reason why I'm on this ship. I'm done writing though. My eyes are starting to water. I have a headache can't look at my screen any longer. Screw it. I think it's time I find Palmer and bother her some more. Of course she would be in the cargo hold, reading. What do you want? What are you reading? What do you want? When do we hit Thera 2? In two hours. What? Since when? Since Gavin fixed the issue with the thrusters. They announced our arrival over the intercom like two minutes ago. You didn't hear it? Palmer was a bitch. Simple as that. She hated conversing. She hated being around people. Every single time I tried to open the door of communication, she shut it right in my face. Are you seriously going to stand there and watch me read? Are you seriously going to read while I stand here? Oh my god. What? I like seeing bookworms in their natural habitat. Go away, Stooge. My name was actually Caden Arius Quint. Stooge was a nickname I picked up in boot, derived from my crazy antics and clumsy demeanor. Sadly, it stuck. Don't you have some feelings to write down? You know, this is going to be great. 
I think you have some crazy notion that once this ship lands, we part ways, but, uh, you know that's not the case. We have at least another year together. You'd think you'd be a bit friendlier. You know, you could try being cordial, ask me how my day was. Or I could ask you to fuck off. You do love your rhetorical questions. It's not rhetorical. Well, then that's just rude. I'm out. Palmer tried to leave, but I wouldn't let her. Seriously, what's your problem? My problem is I don't want to be here. Well... And I don't belong here. (laughs) That's debatable. What? She stopped and turned to face me. Come on, you don't belong here? You really believe that? I'm not like you. Bullshit, you stole an EDF dropper and a month's worth of food. I didn't steal it. I took a detour with it. And gave it away to civilians. That was military food. Those people needed it. And it was extra food. Ah, ah, ah. Still counts as stealing. How do you even know all this? I, uh, read the logs. Of course you did. (sighs) Can you just stay out of my business? I'm trying to explain to you why you're here. (laughs) You're not a saint. Delivering food to starving people is more honorable than that stunt you pulled. I'm just saying we're not as different as you may think. Yes, we are. Now, we have less than two hours on this ship. Do you think you can fuck off for that amount of time? (laughs) Fine. Forget it. Wait, wait, wait. What now? How do you know about the stunt I pulled? I... Yep. Read the logs. (laughs) And you say we're not alike. Go away. Go away? Like there was anywhere to go. She acts like what she did was for the greater good, but it doesn't matter. It was illegal. She's lucky she's heading to Thera too and not to jail. Just like me. The Earth Defense Force, or EDF, consists of more than 200,000 military leaders and close to 50 million troops. She's but one person among that 50 mil, and so am I. People say that when you do something illegal or something against protocol that warrants punishment, the best outcome is being sent to one of the Theras. It beats jail time, and it beats a dishonorable discharge. The Theras are a group of planets on the outskirts of the galaxy, near the White Line. They are inhabited by small outposts that help monitor space control. The EDF is worried about another moon war. The moon war of 2450 cost Earth more than 80 million troop and civilian lives. The wars between Earth and the alien menace known as the Calamonians, or CALS for short, nearly broke us. But luckily, a truce developed. Now, humans can concentrate solely on exploring space and discovering new, habitable worlds. Of course, it must remain in our zone. That's what the truce states. Ever since scientists developed the tower purifiers, humans have been able to bring breathable air to once uninhabitable planets and moons. While I'm always up for visiting a new place, Thera 2 is not my idea of fun. I heard it sucks. It's one of the oldest planets with life that we discovered, yet no one wants to build on it. There's only one outpost and three purifiers. All I hope for is a short couple of years and out. (sighs) Couple of years. Jesus. Right, lady and gents, 
<laughs> we are finally here, there too. We are entering the atmosphere, so please find a secure seat and brace yourself. Crates fell around me. Jesus, maybe I shouldn't be sitting in storage. But it was too late now. What the hell? Do they not tie these things down? I looked out the small porthole at nothing but clouds. Finally, the shuttle dipped below them, and there it was. Rugged rocks and red stone as far as the eye could see. Okay, we're through the rough. Move freely. Should be a smooth landing from here on out. Shit. We soared over a large valley, descending rapidly. I could see a dark speck on the horizon, between two large rock walls. Hey Palmer, what's this place called again? Crystal Blue. The outpost is called that? That's what you just asked, right? Really? Attitude? You walked in here. It doesn't mean I want to talk. The shuttle was making its turn toward the small outpost landing pad. The place was completely gray, paint chipped off its walls. Side paneling and shutters were completely rusted. It looked like weather and age really did a number on it. <laughs> hey Palmer, this place doesn't look like a crystal blue, more like a muddy gray. <laughs> and she's gone. Nice talking to ya! ship finished its descent and landed on the rocky ground. We're here. I was on the stupid shuttle for three weeks and I still couldn't tell you the pilot and co-pilot's names. The pilot was waiting by the exit ramp and gave me a short nod as I walked by. Have fun here, guy. <laughs> I carried my one bag down the ramp. The heat hit me instantly. Thera 2 had two sons, and you could definitely feel it. Palmer was waiting at the bottom. I don't know how she was able to take more than one bag with her, but she did. So much for military training and packing light. Huh. I thought hell would be hotter. <sighs> we stood there in the heat, gazing at the large gray complex. It consisted of one main building and two smaller buildings all of which were connected by a series of hallways and catwalks. A large tower stood on the left side, about five stories tall, a radar dish and turret at the very top. The main door to the building slid open and three men walked out. They were all in casual dress, but one man wore a captain's hat. That must be Captain Dana Hiltz. Captain Hiltz! The pilot pushed between me and Palmer and extended his hand. Gavin! They shook hands. What a warm welcome. I missed you the last time out. Well, I got the call from the hospital a moment before takeoff. By the way, it's a girl. Congratulations. Thank you. The captain was clean-shaven and tall. The shirt he was wearing made his medium build seem more muscular. Where's Reeves? In the back gang stuff ready for unloading. Worm, why don't you help him out? Alright, but I'm only doing food. This way. Worm, a short, fat, bald man, followed the pilot, or Gavin, onto the shuttle. Captain Hiltz took off his shades and approached Palmer. He stared at her a moment. The other man standing behind the captain grinned. 
He was tall with a chiseled jawline and five o'clock shadow. You must be Victoria H. Palmer. Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> the captain turned to the man behind him who was chuckling. Pull it together, Carter. Yeah, sorry, sir. <laughs> Listen, Palmer, that us uh, sir nonsense is not really needed. Not here. The only time you need to address me as sir is if you do something wrong or if you can tell I'm in a bad mood. Oh, okay, sir. Uh, I mean, okay. And you, you must be Caden A. Quint. I am. He mainly goes by the name Stooge. Hmm, is that right? You got yourself a nickname. Uh, yes, sir. I I mean, yes. Yes, I do. Although it's not one I personally picked out. Most nicknames aren't. Now listen, you guys need to relax. I know you aren't happy to be here, but you did something wrong, and this is your punishment. Hell, that's why we're all here. Honestly, it's not that bad. Right, Carter? (laughs) Not at all. I'm sure you were briefed on how all this works, but I'm going to run down the basics real quick so we can get out of this heat. You're here because you did something you weren't supposed to do while wearing the uniform. Instead of paying a fine, getting dishonorably discharged, and going behind bars, you're here. And let me tell you something, you're lucky. Being sent to one of the Theras as punishment means the military still wants you. So, serve your time here and make the best of it. The average punishment is two to three years, so if you get less, count yourself lucky. The terms of punishment have yet to be sent, but they should arrive very soon. When they come in, I will let you know. While the overall attitude here is one of relaxation, that does not mean there isn't work to be done. This is a military outpost after all, and we do more than just monitor space travel. After Carter here gives you a tour of the facility, you'll enter the screening room and select whatever jobs are available. As you know, there are only three AP towers on this planet that are operational. The closest one provides clean air for a radius of about 1,200 kilometers. We are currently in the process of building another tower in the hopes of spreading breathable air. Maybe one day this planet will be fully colonized. Markers have been placed from this valley to the edge of the plains. This marks where air becomes less purified. If you plan on leaving the AP Tower safe zone, you need to bring oxygen with you. We have plenty of tanks, but don't leave the area. There's nothing out there, okay? Okay. Okay. Good. Carter will run down the rest. I'm going to help with the supplies and I will see you two later. Hopefully we will have the terms by then and we can find out exactly how long you'll be staying with us. All yours, Carter. Thanks, Captain. It's funny. He acts like you're staying with his family when in actuality he may be leaving for you two. His term's winding down. How long has the captain been here? Longest of us all. His term's six years. He's got like a year and a half left. Jesus, six years? Average may be two to three, but sometimes it's much greater. Depends on what you did. Depends on what the courts rule. But five years or more is very rare. What about you? Three years total. Already served two. Most everyone else here is serving two or three. Only one other person serving a longer term than me. That's Sarko. He's been here three. Has another year and a half to go. Oh, man. Don't worry, Sills. Now, come on. It's only going to get hotter out here. Let's begin the tour. Carter led us towards the outpost known as Crystal Blue. When we walked through the main entrance, Carter told us to put our stuff down in the corner. We would grab it later. He led us on a tour of the first floor, showing us the mess, the kitchen, the rec room, maintenance, storage, the garage, the first floor of the barracks, and the communication systems room. We were introduced to a few people, Maisie in communications, Ferris and Rich, who were mechanics, and who were also asleep at their desks, and Dr. Yoon was obviously the outpost doctor. We were introduced to another woman, but I forgot her name. Carter said there were usually 15 people in total stationed here. 
After touring the first floor, we took an elevator up to the second floor. The elevator ride was slow for only going up one level. It creaked and groaned as if it wasn't used to operating. Here we have the second floor. There's a few outside catwalks to connect different areas. For instance, the tower is going to the right, but we're going to the left first. Over here we have the second floor of the barracks or sleeping quarters. It's got a lot of room for each individual, but doesn't offer much privacy. Captain's room and office is past that door, along with the second floor of the rec room and the screening room. This right here is the medical and more storage. If we keep heading this way, we'll hit the second floor of the garage, so instead let's head back this way to the tower so we can go up the last three levels. We headed to the tower. Once there, we ascended the stairs to the next level. Level 3 only had one outside catwalk that led to what looked like the roof of the barracks. There, there was only a small maintenance shed that Carter said was just more storage. There was also a half circle area known as the perch. It was situated in the middle of the catwalk, overhanging the catwalk on the second floor below us. There actually used to be a turret here. It apparently had 360 degree movement. That way we'd be protected if anything ever came from the east. What happened? Broke down or something, way before I got here. There's one up there. Palmer pointed to the half circle perch two floors up and attached to the front of the tower. Yeah, I mean, that's something, except it's fixed. <laughs> It'll do a great job if the enemies decide to come from one direction. What enemies? He shrugged and we got back into the stairwell. Level 4 and 5 are only in the tower. We'll bypass level 4 since there isn't really anything to it except for electrical and a couple supply closets. We reached the top of the tower, the highest point of the whole outpost. Here, there was a large domed roof that housed the turret. This one was actually in place. And then, on top of everything, a large radar dish. That's basically all that's here. Man, this area is barren. The valley that Crystal Blue sits in isn't much. And because we're so close to the Davi Desert, it does get pretty hot around here. It's not the prettiest area to set up an outpost, but it does keep us out of harm's way when it comes to wildlife. Is there much wildlife? I heard many of the animals died out due to the introduction of increased oxygen and nitrogen levels. Yeah, the AP towers did disperse much of the wildlife found in these parts, but the towers were built in the plains. Not far from the desert. Wasn't much life there to begin with. Here either. Another one is being built, right? Northeast of this valley, in the desert. It's about a day's ride. It's still far from finished. The tower itself has been constructed, but the interior needs a lot of work. Sadly, I think that job's going to fall on you guys. The last two recruits that served here were builders, meaning they worked on the tower. Now that they're gone, we're lacking in that area. And since it looks like the captain's still busy unloading supplies from the shuttle, I think we should head down to the screening room so you guys can get acquainted with what you'll be doing on your stay. Oh, cool. I can't wait. This feels like a really shitty timeshare. <sighs> Will you shut up? Carter, is it really not that bad here? Uh, you know what? You too hungry? I bet there's some food left from lunch. I could eat. Let's do that for the screening room. We got time. And that way we can discuss CB a little bit more. CB? Crystal blue, dumbass.
This stuff isn't half bad. Close your damn mouth. No one wants to see that. Carter, you may think me and Palmer are close, but you'd be dead wrong. I know it doesn't seem like it, but Palmer really doesn't like me that much. <laughs> Is that so? Three weeks with him was enough. I don't know how I'm going to last any longer. <laughs> Sadly, it won't get easier. There's a few here already that don't get along, and it never does get any better. This is a small place to be holed up for so many years, but my advice, don't count the days. If you count, time's gonna move a lot slower. I guess that was my problem on the ship. No, your problem is you're too standoffish and snobby. Says you. You have no communication skills. I think I'm doing fine now. Oh, so it was just me? Why do you think I read so often on the ship? I figured it was because you were a nerd. <laughs> I'm a nerd, says the guy with a frickin' diary. Whatever. Dear diary, how can I annoy the crew and passengers once again? Especially the beautiful and talented Victoria. Oh, Jesus. What? I'm sorry you guys had a rough trip. Because of him. Well, I think it was because of her. How about it, Carter? Want to pick a side? <laughs> uh, no. I try to stay out of the drama. This kind of thing happens often around here. This place may be small, but if you aren't getting along with someone, I'd suggest keeping away for a bit. There have been plenty of fights in the past. It's mainly the small living quarters, but I blame the heat, too. Something about the heat just puts everyone in a foul mood. So you're saying I'm going to annoy more than just Palmer? Yeah, possibly. Of course you are. Time will pass, though, and eventually you'll be back on a ship heading for Omera or Helena or hell, maybe even Earth. You said you only have a year left? That's right. Are you excited? Honestly, I don't mind it here. I know some are itching to get off this rock, but me, I, uh, I can handle it. So you like it? No, I don't mind it. Much different. God, I hope I get a short term. Fingers crossed? <laughs> For the past three weeks. How about you? Yeah. I'm, uh, worried it might be kind of long, though. Really? Why's that? Because he did a bad thing. We all have. In the EDF size. I'll just hope. Well, odds are it'll be three years. Maybe four if what you did was really that bad, but I wouldn't worry yourself. Okay. Good. You guys done? We should probably go get you acquainted with your jobs. Run. We headed back upstairs to the second level where we found the screening room. Carter said every other job was taken at the moment, so it looked like we would have to take the builder positions. Palmer quickly tried to get out of it, explaining her lack of knowledge when it came to construction, but Carter didn't seem to care. Apparently, that was what the screening room was for, teaching us how to do the job that needed to be done. I have to admit, seeing Palmer upset about the news of hard labor actually made me happy, even though I was in the same boat. Here we are, the screening room. Go ahead and pick any computer you wish. The screening room had six computer terminals and a digital library in the back. The screens were old and the back one was cracked, but still displaying a revolving image of the planet. Do we really have to do this now? Yeah. Okay, now go ahead and pick whichever job's highlighted. Should only be builder positions. <sighs> it is. Well, there you go. It's not that bad. Although you will be working with Sarko, and he can be a bit of a handful. Just click the position and watch the tutorials. How long will this take? Don't start counting days on me now. Oh man. If you have any questions, type them into the database. This room holds all the information. You even got a library over there. 
I'll be back in an hour to check up on you guys. Carter, what's your job here? Me? I'm security. Want to switch? <laughs> yeah, right. You are so stupid. You know, this is nice. I was worried we weren't going to be spending enough time together, you know, since you wanted to avoid me. But now we work together. Want a carpool? Just shut up. Palmer slid on her headphones and started watching the tutorials on her screen. I did the same. A video of a young man walking out in front of a white background. Suddenly the white background transformed into a landscape, rapidly changing forms. The landscape morphed from desert to beach, to rocky mountains, and then back to desert. A large tower appeared, shooting up from the ground. The man, dressed all in black, explained the history of air purifying towers. Really? History? I dropped out of school for a reason. It wouldn't be so bad if men didn't have such a dry, monotone voice. Dates and people started popping up around him as he explained the founders and scientists that helped make AP towers possible. Oh god. I was five minutes in and already extremely bored. I would try to catch some Z's, but I'm pretty sure Palmer would tattle on me. I looked over, but she was concentrating. Okay. Maybe just for a moment. I closed my eyes. I now sat upon a small boat in the middle of Mariport's vast sea. The Sea of Faluma was one of the largest the planet had to offer. The boat lifted into the air as the transport ship rose. I grabbed onto the cable lines and stared down at the rocky waters below. Shouts and explosions filled the air. It wouldn't stop. The general's voice echoed around me, shouts of disapproval. I had to do it. I jumped. The general's voice started to transform, melded into something completely different. A woman's voice. What was she saying? Get out. Hey. Hey, get up. Get up. Wake up, idiot. <laughs> Startled, I nearly fell out of my seat, knocking the computer monitor off its stand. Oh, how long was I out? The tutorial just ended. A whole hour? Crap. Well, at least Carter's not back yet. Yeah, he is. Shit! Carter sat in the chair behind me, feet up on the desk, arms folded across his chest. Hey, I'm, uh, um, sorry, I, I didn't realize- Relax. I couldn't care less whether you watched the tutorial or not. One video isn't going to get you acquainted with what that job actually entails. That being said, I'm not in charge of building. That job falls on Sarko, and Sarko can be a bit of a hothead. He doesn't care for mistakes, so my advice? Take the next two days to get yourself acquainted with the work. Sarko and the rest won't be back till then. Gives you some time to study up. You too, Palmer. Maybe you guys can do a bit of sucking up, too. Whatever it takes to get on Sarko's good side. Wait, they come back in two days? They're putting in extra hours this week. Oh, okay. They're coming back to restock the supplies and fix one of the zippers. What's a zipper? Wait a second. How does that make sense? Oh, you guys don't know. <laughs> there are no Sundays here. 
Uh, Thera planets have solar days of 30 hours with six days a week. With its rotation actually gives us a 20-hour day and a 10-hour night. So builders only get two days off. Wait, what? Where did you see that? On the schedule at the end of the video, Stooge. That's right, Palmer. Unless you put in extra hours like Sarko and Roman and get used to that. Sarko drives hard. It's like he wants to be the one to finish the tower. I don't get it. Anyway, I'm here because the captain told me term orders came in. Wait a second, wait a second. Do terms... No, and I know what you're going to ask. Terms are applied using Earth years, so don't worry. However many years you'll get depended on the good old Earth rotation around the sun. Good. Now, would you like to find out how long this punishment will last? Follow me. We headed out of the room. I couldn't help but be nervous. My palms were sweaty. But Carter did call me by saying most terms were relatively low. The captain's office was right next door. Here we are, captain's office. He'll want to do this one at a time, so Palmer, why don't you head in and Stooge and I'll go down and grab the bags. Okay. Come in. Come on, Stooge, this way. We went downstairs to the main hall where we first entered. I grabbed my bag and one of Palmer's. Carter grabbed her other two. How was she allowed to take so much with her? And her bag was heavy. What, did she think she was going on vacation? This isn't a hotel stay. We took the elevator back up. In the hallway we passed May? I think that was her name. May? No, Kay. I think her name was Kay. Carter had pointed her out on the catwalk earlier. Damn, why can't I remember her name? Just put him here for now. You can find your bed later. Come on. Palmer was just stepping out of the captain's office. How'd it go? One year. Wow, congratulations. That's nothing. It'll be over in no time. That's why I'm open. All right, Stooge, get in there. Okay. See, most people serve shorter terms. Last three people to arrive served their terms and took off before any of us mainstays got to leave. It's like they were never here. Still, I shouldn't even be here. Don't let any of the higher-ups hear you saying things like that. They're liable to tack on more time. Sorry, just venting. Listen, it's not as bad as it seems. Captain's an amazing guy. Sure, some of the people here don't get along. There's definitely drama from time to time. Uh, Dr. Yoon and Rich both have feelings for Maisie and communication, so I'd stay out of that love triangle. Sargo hates everyone except for Roman. The mechanics, Ferris and Rich are really close, but they do not get along with the builders. That's more work-related, though. Don't let the titles fool you. The mechanics build, the builders break. Bull stays to himself most of the time. Worm and Yara often argue about a multitude of things. As for Kay, she's quite friendly, although her and Max sometimes go at it, but that's because Max, who's an extremely smart guy, has a tendency to talk down to people. Maisie and Max don't get along too well either. Is there anyone you don't get along with? Not really. Sarko and I don't always see eye to eye, but when that happens, we just give each other some space. Same goes for Roman. You gotta think of this place as a really intimate high school. <laughs> I mean, with 15 people living all under one roof, there's bound to be tension, conflict, and even romance. 
<laughs> well, at least I only have one year of it to endure. True. Let's see how long your friend gets. Oh, God. He's not my friend. How'd it go in there, kid? What's the punishment? Can't be too much better than Palmer's terms. <sighs> Alright. What happened? Nine years? They're giving me nine years. Crystal Blue, written and edited by Robert M. Lamb, starring Robert M. Lamb as Stooge, Gina Coyle as Palmer, Jack Austin as Carter, Ariel Hack as Kay, Ryan Messick as Captain Hiltz, Brett Wilkins as Max, Corey Pettit as Maisie, Lucas Webley as Dr. Yoon, Ryan Wiggs as Rich, David Quiqui as Ferris, and Mark Croftus as Worm. Co-starring Joseph Rodriguez. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Artlist.io. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to visit sevenlamb.com for more audio dramas such as this one. And don't forget to rate and review. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.